This episode is in partnership with Roomvo. Roomvo is the number one room visualization tool used by manufacturers, retailers across the globe. To find out more information, visit get.roomvo.com. Welcome to the UK Flooring Podcast. On this week's show, we've got a special episode of subject matter, what's the point of having a coach or a mentor in your flooring business or working with you in your flooring business? And with that in mind, we have special guest, David Wilkinson. How are we doing, Dave? I'm well, mate. Thank you for having me on. Dave, for the uninitiated, who... (laughs) is David Wilkinson. <laughs> I'm a performance coach and I predominantly work with business owners and I'm also the lead mindset and performance coach for your company, Cockrell & Co. That's right, Dave. We're very proud to have you here. Thank you, you Mayor. And you work with all of our high-level clients and, and even you've done some presentations for our mid and low, low clients. I have. I have, yeah. I've done some many presentations for them, some training for them, um, but all sorts of stuff and work with a few of your, your higher-end guys as well, yeah. Yeah. No, so what we've done on this podcast is I set Dave a task yesterday of writing down um, up to five reasons, his reasons, why he thinks people in general, business people, business leaders, um, senior leadership or anyone really, should have a coach or a mentor. But before we dive into that, Dave, what's your opinion on what's the difference between a coach and a mentor? Nice question, mate. So a mentor, in my opinion, is somebody who has been there and done it. So they have they have had um, a similar business or experience that they have, and they will train and develop the mentee in the ways that they built their business or how they took their approach. There's a lot more showing and doing and guiding in that way, where coaching is a lot more about the client discovering their own way through things, and the coach is more of an enablement to be able to enable, support, and coach the person to create active direction for themselves, which is more internally intuition-based. Yeah, no, that's uh, exactly perfect. And if anyone had realised, that's why me and Sarah, my good lady, um, Sarah does structure and financials, uh, and that's her mentoring expertise. Mine is sales and marketing mentor, uh, and that's why we team up with David uh, because we all have very, very different skill sets. If anyone had realized why there's a threesome as such at the uh, top of our leadership team. Um, So I've done them actually in priority order, Dave. I don't know how you did them because I said, we're going to freestyle the life out of this. Um, (laughs) I just wrote them down what came and then I went through and then tried to put them in some sort of order, but I just wrote them down. Let's see what we've got. Well, I'm going to go with my number one because I'm, I'm impatient. We're not messing about. We're, we're, we're literally going in and uh, I'm just going to put it on. And I found this really interesting. It's just not woo-woo at all. Um, and it, it goes for having a coach and a mentor because they're very different people and very different things. But I've I've sort of got it as my number one. And it's it's really funny, this. It just makes life easier at a higher level. 
yeah that that that's my number one what do you think of that Dave I love it yeah absolutely it does just make life easier like you know life I say this to clients a lot, like life is hard enough as it is, right? Do you know, like just life in general, like we have like ups and downs and life happening around us and a lot of things outside of our control. Well, that's that's where life's tough enough. And everything that we choose to do, whether or not that's our business we're running, work now or our health, the relationships, we're, we're choosing that. Why wouldn't we want to make that as easy as possible? And having somebody support you do that makes it easier. It does, 100%. And that's, even looking at like from a sales and marketing sort of point of view, um, you can go to a, a mentor and say, right, I'm going to run this campaign. I'm going to spend this money on this. I've, I, I, this website company is going to sell me this. And I, and then the mentor can say, well, actually look at this structure, look, structure and this will get those results. But then the coach, in my eyes, is going to say, why do you want to run that campaign? Why do you want to be that successful? Is that, mm-hmm. is that what you get as a coach, Dave? You know, you'd be asking the whys and the, yeah, you know, you're not really interested about the campaign. You want to know what's deep down going. Well, why yeah. we? What? Why the thousand quid? Why? What? What's the? Exactly. Yeah, hundred percent. Now, it's a, it's a great. It's kind of a great analogy because I think sometimes there's a bit. There is a bit of crossover, isn't there, between coaching and mentoring? Like there is a little bit of both. Um, but we kind of got to know like where when it comes to for the businesses that you support with the foreign businesses, it's all about like. This is how you get the most out of your market. This is how you do the best in your finances. How you sell. This is how you create specific proposals, and that's like directional based. And you've got to know that things and make that easy, right? How do I do that? Where mine's when I'm working with your with your clients, it's like, well, why are we doing that for? Why are you not doing that right now? What's getting in the way of you stepping forward in that ability to put yourself into that position? There's that kind of deeper part of it, so of human behavior, anyway. Absolutely. I mean, in fact, I've just it's just come to my mind that at least two of our high level clients, we've you know, took them on as a client and then actually stopped it in its tracks and went, woo, you know, yes, we can send rockets at this. And they've got brilliant businesses. Yeah. Um, and we've actually said, stop, we're not actually going to start with the tactics and the mentoring. And we've just been right. You need to find the why and the why and the, you know, and we've actually paused for three months to say, look, we're not doing this. Um, yeah. what why do we do that Dave why do, why do we do that for why 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 do we yeah, why, do that yeah where because I mean it's for me you know me better than anyone obviously being my coach as well I'm yeah. the one we're sending rockets over the bow yeah. and just like go 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 yeah and it's that 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 pause before the rockets go over the bow yeah, because because obviously because you guys have all the strategy and you you know what the what the client needs to do and how to take it forward what we've generally found is is that is like it's the person it's the individual who are they capable right now i mean they've got the capability but are they in the right place to actually action that strategy like if they're in a place of continually stress or they feel under a lot of pressure or they're just not clear on what they want no amount of strategy is going to make them move that forward so the work that we you you and i and sarah have done is like just kind of put pause on the strategy kind of help that person get in a better place for themselves and be a lot more kind of calm or less stressed or more clear on what they want, more clear on who they are. And then when you give them the strategy, it's like, yeah, let's go. It's much more easy to implement and we get far greater results because of it. So so you find the target, we put the bow and arrow. Is that there? <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd let them know that there is a target in the first place. <laughs> you go, go, go and arrow, fire it over there. Class. 
Uh, so what would be, you know, either your number one or first on your list? What 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 have you got? All right. First number one for me is is a coach will allow, will help somebody reveal their actual inner potential. I don't feel that for for any of us we actually can realize what our potential is. I don't think we can ever realize because potential for all of us, and let's think about that in levels of success or financial or health or quality of our relationships or the level we get to, we don't really know what that could be because it is limitless. We are limitless in that facet, right? Because we can always get better. But we're only at a level of where we know what we are as a person and working with a coach can allow you to actually reveal what that potential could be in you and help you support you, enable you to actually move towards it. Because I think for a lot of people, they're just not even really sure what they're capable of. They've had so many setbacks or mistakes or failures, et cetera, and little growth that actually it's going, do you know what? This is what is possible for you in your life. And let's take away from you everything that's getting in the way of you being able to do that. So having a good coach around you, and a good mentor in many ways will help you recognize and reveal your true inner potential. That's class. Which is actually funny, a bit closer to home, but you you know again that you know me and Sarah had wrote all this stuff down, um, all this structure and form, and we'll keep mm-hmm. calling it missiles over the bow of how to um help people and create wealth and do it in a we'd wrote it all down and then we'd literally buried it in the back garden near enough, it was like six foot down. <laughs> And then you know, and it and it and you came along with your shovel and like like <laughs> with me and Sarah and sort of aesthetically dug it out. And then it was like, right, this, this is this is what needs to happen. And then obviously we had a yeah. bit of a gentleman's bet. And then we were launched into Cockrell and Co. You know, sort of a few years ago. And that's that's what it was. We had this underlying potential, and we'd yeah. actually done the work. We'd written it down. It was all there. But we were just like, no, no, we're not ready. We're not ready. We're not ready. And it was like, well, hang on. <laughs> exactly. Hold on a second. Let's dig that up together. I can smell some bullshit here. Yeah. yeah, I can smell. Yeah, but 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 that's it. But I think for all of us, I think we all have a little bit of doubt about ourselves and our about a bit of doubt about our ability. And like you and Sarah had that, and I'm sure many people will listen to this kind of like deeply knowing that they can do more than they are or have a great idea or know they're capable of more. But it's like, how do I facilitate that? And I'm a bit unsure and we'll use things like it's not the right time or I don't know enough yet or later. It's like, yeah, fuck that. Let's do it now. <laughs> well, why not now? Yeah, why not now? It's a... So this is a new one for me, my number two, um, because I was absolutely shit at this before for many years. And my number two is, um, again, I've I've tailored it around being a mentor, um, having a mentor and having a coach. Um, it is show up as a better leader. And that isn't like if you're just one person in a van, that's mm-hmm. a better leader at home with your kids. That's a better leader uh, with staff. That's a better leader with friends and actually who you're associating. So actually being a better leader rather than being a dick. Um, so <laughs> that's it. Be a better leader or be a dick. Make a choice. <laughs> so yeah, so I think that's why that, that's why it's right at number two for me because you know I was on the dick side of the scale uh, many years ago. I, I, I do proclaim to be better. I'm certainly definitely not the best leader. Um, absolutely, but I'm much better. 
by using a coach, by reining me back in a bit and asking the right questions. Um, I think that's where it's come. I didn't ask questions. I would just, I wouldn't say I was, I was going to say I just led. I didn't. I just, I, it was my way or the highway. And now I use questioning to lead rather than ego. Yeah. 100%. Exactly the same for me. 100%. In a place, you know, I mean, I don't I don't lead like a team anymore, you know, but I used to lead a team once over when I was obviously in a previous career. And then, you know, like obviously I lead clients now in many ways, but 100% it was like always like, well, my way or the highway or just do it this way or why, why aren't you doing it like this? Like this is the best way. And you can't, like, sometimes you're in that level of conscious, you can't see, like, beyond that point. And then it wasn't until I had extensive coaching and mentoring to be like, do you know what, there's a different way here. And it just allows you to kind of show up more powerfully um, as a leader, as a, as a as a person. I think that's the the, the key, right? Um, so I can completely resonate with that, yeah. It's also questioning yourself, like, you know, why, why have you left the door bar at the warehouse? Why have you done this? Why have you left early for football? Why have you done this? But then also it's actually pointing the finger back in and going, well, what could I have done differently to mm-hmm. get the message across in a different way? Um, yeah. So as soon as you're sort of pointing it out, blaming every, the, the you know, the, your mm-hmm. staff or blaming this, blaming the situation, it's really powerful just to blame, like point in and say, well, actually, could I have done something better in this situation? And normally the answer is yes. <laughs> You, you know, if someone's like chopped their hand off with a chop saw or something like that, you know, that you know, yeah. what, what can I put better, better health and safety? You'd never know. So it's yeah, well, there's definitely a level of to be great leaders, there's definitely a sense of ownership and responsibility that comes to our door. And you know, if someone has chopped their hand off, it's like, well, did we give them enough health and safety training? Was the place safe? Was should there been a different procedure in place? Like we always have to look inwards for ourselves before looking out. And I think what you're saying is the same as I am. I was too much looking outwards, like just like, well, you need to do this and they need be, that needs to be that way. Not like, well, actually, inwards on me, who am I being as a leader? Who am I being as a person? How am I communicating this? Is this right? Is this the best way? And then coming that way and you're right. That would coach a mentor to ask those more probing questions. You, you, you're still living in your own chaos. Absolutely. Class. So what okay. have you got your your number two? Oh, yeah. we'll, we'll go with 10. So this will be number three. Yeah. It's great to have a coach or mentor when shit hits the fan. <laughs> yes. Right. Oh. Like, do you know those crisis moments, right? And everybody has them. You know, whether or not it's like, God, like, this has happened to me business. What do I do? This has happened with a member staff. What do I do? I'm lost. This has happened to me relationship. What do I do? Because, you know, a lot of the stuff that I do, Tom, is like kind of around the person. So it kind of facilitates a lot of the life, right? Like shit hits the fan at times. Well, who do you turn to? So you're either turning to the, to a beer, to a wine, to something else, something hot, more hardcore, you're avoiding it, whatever, or you're overreacting. Like, are you avoiding it? It's too stressful. Like, if you've got someone else there who's either a been through that situation, like, like, like you and Sarah do, like you've you've been through all sorts of ups and downs in the floor and business, and how you've gone through that, so you know how to manage situations. And for me, it's like looking at the person when the shit is fun, like how are they dealing with it, what are they thinking, are they being the best version of them as they approach it? How do we minimize the stress and the overwhelm? So I think having somebody in your corner who's there for when it hits the fan 
is absolutely probably um, priceless for making navigate them situations to move forward. Hundred percent, and I think uh, go, going back now, you've said that because I like the way we freestyle this. I've used that card once with you, texting you at eight o'clock on a Saturday night. Can't even remember what it was about, Dave, but it. Uh, but you I know. Know. <laughs> Probably not the best thing to put on a podcast, but uh, I'm not saying but, it. But it's uh, but yeah, eight o'clock on a Saturday night, Dave. Are you free tomorrow? <laughs> I wouldn't ask normally, mate. I'll see you on Zoom at eight o'clock. Uh, eight o'clock Sunday morning. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Going on. <laughs> yeah, Dave, I need you in my corner. I, I, yeah, that was there. Yeah. But point proven, it, it system works. System works. Yeah. So um, at my number four, um, mm-hmm. I put it round. I mean, because people use the. I mean, you use phrases. People use it from like a performance coach. But I've got actually finding your performance. So if mm-hmm. you're wanting to be a better athlete or just a better business person. You basically up in the performance, no differently if you tuned a car or you tuned whatever. Um, but that can be, I've re- wrote down as bullet points personally and in business. So if you wanted to operate at a higher level and you've got no idea how to do it, you can do it the slow way and, you know, go on like read books and do this and do that. But if you want to turn the gas up yeah, in a structured way yeah, and, and not leaving it to chance, Mm-hmm. A mentor or a coach would help you turn the gas up without you guessing. Normally, yeah. that's if it's the right person, it's a good fit. Yeah, hundred percent. No, I love it. Yeah, absolutely. Just like, how do you, how do you reach and then continually reach, or at the very least maintain and then go up a high level of performance? And and that's all very subjective, right? So I think, yeah, like somebody's enabling that. I always remember the quote, like you know, Tiger Woods has a golf coach. Yeah. Just get your head around us. Like, did, did he play better? Could he play golf better than Tiger Woods? No, but he could enable and see something that Tiger couldn't see or help him get the most out of himself because it's somebody out of your head, isn't it? Out of your world. So, how do you maintain that performance? Yeah. I don't think there's very, very minimal high level performing people in any industry, any sport, or any business that haven't got a coach. Yeah. You know, you know, the, the, the footballers don't just show up like and play. Yeah. You know, Man United or something, and they just go, "Oh, we'll just freestyle this, lads." You know, and again, they might not. The coach might not be a better footballer, but he's he's got them performing on the pitch differently. So it's exactly the same. Yeah, I just think as well, like Tom, you know, like then people like sometimes listen to that, right? And then they'll go, "Well, my life's different. Like I'm I'm not I'm not at that level. It doesn't matter what level you're at. Do you want to be at a higher level or at a more improved level? And if you do, the difference maker is a coach or mentor." Yeah, it's you are capable. Like anybody listen to this, uh, you are. I am anybody watching this. Listen to this is capable of more, right? But you've got to be able to have someone who can help you facilitate more. Yeah. If you were, if you were doing it, you would do it already. Does that make <laughs> yeah. sense? And that's not a take a dump on anybody because everybody's doing their best, right? But you and I look at it like you want somebody around you in your corner that can help you facilitate that change. And yeah, that's the difference maker. It goes back to my number one. It's just easier. Just Why fun. make your life more difficult? <laughs> Why have a coach mentor? It's easier. It's easier. It's easier. <laughs> we'll come with different ways of that. And it's really fucking hard doing it on your own. So, yeah. Um, so, right. What's your, your next one on your list, Dave? Um, I've got um, accountability. 
<laughs> I knew you'd have it. That's why I got in before. <laughs> I was like, I'm very honest because because I know that's one of your biggest things, right? Yeah. I know it's like a massive thing for you, accountability. And I and I and I feel like for people like you've got to learn to keep yourself accountable to a degree, right? Like, you know, <clears throat> like turn up for sessions, you go to the gym, like me going to the gym, me doing our business. There's a degree of responsibility and accountability, but it's just having someone else have a little bit more leverage on you, like checking in. Have you done what you said you would do? Did you do those actions? Have you done that work? Not yeah. from a judgmental point of view, but from a place of just checking in. And sometimes, and I, I, I don't know about you, but, I know if I'm seeing a coach or a mentor, I'm like, I make sure I get those things done before oh, yeah. I have that session with them. Um, so it just helps to hold that person accountable, with maybe just an extra layer, whilst that person who's being coached or mentored is is becoming more responsible for their action and taking more ownership for themselves. That's it. And it's, it's very, very easy to let yourself down because yeah. it's only got the, you know, the, that down. <laughs> the stories in your heads, but it, it's it's a lot more embarrassing and ego bashing, letting someone else down and then having to turn up and saying, I haven't done it. You know, I just, well, what this story is, it's like, it doesn't, you know, especially yeah. with us, where it just, you've either done it or you yeah. haven't. It's just, it's just. Yeah. But, but, but that's, but that's the way it is, Tom. It's you either have or you haven't. Right. Yeah. And, and so, like the work that I do with people is like, okay, so which whichever one you did, why was it that? Yeah, you want to know why you did it for, and you want to know why you didn't do it for, and you get into that kind. That's the kind of the dip that that, that other piece behind, isn't it? Because there is only there is only the truth, not your story about what you did. Is yeah. only the truth. You took it or you didn't. Or I, I, there's no try. There's no. I wish I had. I should have. It's just like I did it or I didn't. Black and white. And forever, whichever choice you made, why did you do it for? So you can reinforce the, the decision. And why didn't you do it for? So you can learn from it. And I think the, the other thing, I, think, uh, I didn't even write this down, but compound accountability. It's yeah. Just, it's just like, it's like compounding interest in your bank or compounding investments, you know, yeah. by just continually showing up and doing what you said, the results come faster and easier because it's just becomes a way of life i just don't let my myself and someone else down i just don't do that where a lot yeah. of people will do that and then as they slip into it, it becomes easier just to let themselves down it's easier to smash 20 cans on a on a friday night you know you know and just think well it's the weekend i deserve it it's yeah. like all right is that aligned with what you want to do but you know so <laughs> class yeah. well, well i won't have that one you can have that one um so my next one um, I suppose it's connected to accountability, but um, motivation um, was my next one um, because I need to find the motivation. And I think you could at attach it to the back end of accountability uh -huh. where, you know, a coach or a mentor will, you know, motivate you and um, inspire you. Or that's what they, in my eyes they should do. Um, and it just generates motivation um yeah. you know we're not we're not born with it you know and when times are hard or we've been working long hours if i it's difficult to find motivation but if yeah. you're on that structured plan where it's, this is what we're here to deliver motivation does come a little bit easier um yeah no i like that i like that it's kind of one that i had a little bit on but 
kind of you already kind of touched on more the inspiration level. I think I think mentoring works really powerfully for this because it's like I can see what you've done and I want to do what you've done so I can be inspired by your journey almost. And you'd be like if you're working with a mentor who's kind of been at the level you want to or is at the level you want to, you can be very like inspired and motivated by just being in that space with that person or working with that person. So I think that's where it works really powerfully for, for mentoring. Like, yeah. Oh, class. Uh, and what's your next one? So I've got um, coaching. I think coaching and mentoring creates a designated space for reflection. So what we have is I feel we've got a very busy world where people never take the time to just slow down and reflect because there's always this kind of a doing mentality, like got to do, do, do. I want to get further forward. And there's always juggling a lot of plates and all that type of stuff going on. And by definition of having some designated time in your diary to just kind of slow down and be asked those questions and reflect on where you're going, what you're doing, what your vision is what your action is, what are you learning, what, what are you doing well, just that creates a massive space for somebody to reflect on what they're doing and how to move forward from that point. And I think it creates that in someone's life that they wouldn't normally have. Yeah, oh, exactly. And I think, that, well, again, it's been a big learning curve for me, but I've I've been bollocked um, by you um, for putting clients first, in some occasions um, and it's more about that you've you've decided to take that space that you dedicated to you and put your client first because that wasn't a good fit for them um, yeah. and it was just a it was a reframe of a situation where automatically you would put your clients first etc cetera, etc cetera. but then when you backtrack and say well actually is this going to benefit me and the business well, probably yeah. not but it's like a split second reaction that could back you know and again it's come back to this using the word no you know mm -hmm. it's like actually no this is my space and yeah. it, you know and anyone that's worked with me or anyone that including you and stuff like that that knows i'm 100 mile an hour three you know from five to no quarter to five in the morning i'm like a freight train you know it's just absolutely go so to slow down is like yeah. is like trying to drag a freight train back but yeah. you can make the freight train go faster if you pause it and stop at the station for a little bit, love that analogy. I love that one. <laughs> I love you go. There's a new analogy. But, but by stopping at the station, right, what you might do is by stopping at the station, taking a pause, you might realize you're carrying too many carriages. You might let some go, and that'll make you go faster. You might realize you need to actually fix one of them or add some more on. So it's always got that. Now, you know, I'm massive for that because, you know, from our experiences, I've always said, you know, it can't be just. So like something I fit in, like I'm just going to jump on, jump in the car and do this, or jump there. It's like, no, no, no. It has to be like really considered space and time. <clears throat> and a lot of the people that I've, and I'm currently supporting who who we work with through Cockrell & Co., you know, they they are having that time where they're just kind of slowing down and reflecting on where they're going. Oh, like, I, I don't know. Like, I kind of know what I don't want, but I'm not really sure what I want. Well, let's talk about it. Yeah. Because otherwise... There's no direction, so I think it's it's so powerful for people. Well, they get five years down the line, like, well, where's that going, or what was the point of that, or what, you know, why have exactly. why have done that? And it it does sound a little woo woo, but it is like if you've got a clear direction of travel, it's like again, it's like the setting you like getting in the car 
jumping on the motorway and off your twos. Well, where are you going? Yeah. I don't know. I'm just driving my car. Well, where, where are you going? Oh, I'm going yeah. that direction. Yeah, but what's the postcode? If you don't put postcode <laughs> in your in your sat nav, you have a fucking clue where you're going. Just going north. <laughs> north yeah. Canada. <laughs> yeah, and then when they realise when they get north, they realise they should have gone like east west or, or whatever. You know, it's, so. yeah, yeah, nah, it's good. Class. Um, the next one I've got, which is I'm going from personal experience again, so I think it's uh, is confidence. Um, from someone that refused to give a a speech at his own wedding, uh, i.e. me, um, and was, I wouldn't say scared of my own shadow, but not far off. Certainly didn't do podcasts and videos and silly things like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, The biggest learning thing with working with mentors, you know, my mentor, coach, um, is confidence is a skill and not something we're born with, where, you know, you see these people on big stages or you see actors, oh, I could never do that. Confidence is actually something you can learn. Yes, it doesn't like, it's not like an overnight success, but confidence with your clients, if you're going out measuring for carpets or flooring or whatever it is, um, we're not talking about ego and sort of Billy Big Bollocks confidence. We're talking about, you know, confidence that that sells and that people buy confidence is what they buy. So if they've got no confidence, you can deliver their dream floor. They're not going to buy from you, no matter how cheap, how expensive or whatever, they're not going to buy. So it's, it's a skill set that everyone does in a different way. Um, and I think it's obviously a very important skill for sales and client acquisition and client experience. Um, and that's my main thing is it's a, it's a learned skill. I like that a lot. Yeah. Again, from my own experience, a skill that I needed to develop or was quite shy and introverted when I was a lot younger and knowing that that wasn't going to help me be able to become, first of all, a coach and a PT when I was doing that when I was younger. So struggling to stand in front of groups of people and train them to now this point now and stand in front of people and speaking and whatever I do. <clears throat> so I, I almost kind of learned that behavior like as a bit of a concept. And I think if I can do it and like you're saying you can, we're not different to anybody else. You just learn how to do it. And I think what you gain from that is some sort of kind of self-assurance or certainty in, in, in the way you are. And you're right, nobody on this is going to be able to sell to a client or a customer if they don't have a, a sense of assurance and certainty in who they are and what they're doing and what they've got. And as they always say, Tom, the most attractive person in any room is the person with the most self-certainty. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. Yeah. And I think an interesting one with that, um, with confidence, it's good for like um, benchmarking where if you've done something and achieved it, something quite big, mm-hmm. um, like for an example, me and you a few years ago did a ridiculous charitable event, climbing mountains and you know a 19-hour thing. And you know we've both done some tasty things at that time, but this was a little bit special. But now, if someone said to me and you, um, said, oh, lads, can you do this? We're like, absolutely. We would say that with confidence. So, yeah, we could do that. You know, when's the real, when's the real challenge start? But before we did that event and before we like, you know, started four in the morning and finished, you know, in the pissing rain at one in the morning, you know, the following day, um, you know, the the confidence was, are we going to make this? There was always, no, yeah, yes, we were quite confident. So, you know, we've got the fitness level and we're going to do this, but it's benchmarks. Well, I've done that, you know, so I've ran a marathon, I've done this. So the confidence level goes up. So... (laughs) 
you know, and that's where I think the accountability in the training element of it, and then piggyback that with the confidence. I mean, I had a huge fear of one public speaking and I'll talk regularly in front of people um, and a fear of heights. Uh, I still have a fear of heights, but I've jumped off silly platforms. I've climbed mountains with thousand meter drops or six, 700 meter drops and done some really interesting stuff. The fear doesn't actually go away completely unless I was probably climbing every day. Um, but it's, it's, a, it's confidence. That's, 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 that's normally what's holding you back from saying, Oh, it's not me. Is it? Yeah. It's not, it's confidence. And, but that's, yeah. Yeah. And what is your last one, Dave? And I'll give you my last one. I've got um, <clears throat> a coach or even a mentor can help you see it from a different angle, a perspective shift. We we can only ever see things in our own head from the position we stand or sit in or actually view life from. This is a massive, massive part of the work that I do with, with the clients that we work with is is. We see everything in the world, not as it is, but how we want to see it from our experience, our values, our limiting beliefs, our upbringing, et cetera. What that means is, is we're almost preconceiving this situation and what's going to happen or how we move forward, whatever that looks like in a person's life or business. And what a coach and a mentor can allow a person to do is, is just be able to go, yes, but have you considered this angle have you ever seen it from this point of view what about if this it wasn't that and what about if it was this and by what that does is it changes somebody's thoughts from what's predictable or oh, this never works for me or i'm not good at that or i'm not very good leader i'm not very good at sales i'm not very good in that to what's possible for them and that that's massive massive change for people is being able to see well what's possible for my life and I think that's the real power for it is helping people see things from a different perspective. That's class. That actually kind of goes in a bit of a Tommy C-esque way with my last one. Yeah. And um, obviously in the past, I've built a couple of seven-figure businesses and sold and done different things like that. And I built them to um, originally to probably feed my ego um is probably the best honest answer and nice. you know um and obviously working with coaches and mentors uh, that isn't the case now that's you know it's uh much more deeper and let's say at home with children and you know long-term wealth and not not feeding a, a an ego mm -hmm. but my point my final point is it challenges your ego because some people don't have you know a very humble and don't maybe have that but what it's done with me is is put me back in my box very firmly. The podcast is on a show. We're not going to have any bu bullshit here. You know, it's like, There's no ego on this show. Back in that box, kid. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so my last one on is challenges your ego, um, which might not work for everyone, but it's certainly it's still on my list because – again you get into this regime of the constant challenge of that and and feeding it and it becomes the norm but yeah. then by using a coach or mentor they put you back in your box you know i think and sometimes that's a really good thing yes sometimes you might be a bit annoyed and you're like oh feeling a bit wounded but yeah. as a i think it's good for everyone to either just be either honest and straight or you know to not feed feed their ego yeah, no, I love that. 
Love it. I think like just adding a little bit to that with the with the ego. So like I think it helps people like if I explain from a coaching perspective, like that the ego is a combination of our insecurity, inadequacies, and scarcities. So it's built from that place. So if we're building a business or a life from that place, it's based upon us coming from a place of insecurity or trying to hide an insecurity or not feel adequate enough and overcompensating for that or coming from a place of fear. Now, we're definitely never going to create our best our best life or our best business or relationship from that place. And it's like, well, understanding where you're coming from, like what 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 is your energy and how you, when you want to create this life for yourself, what part of you is building that? Is it the, the true authentic essence part of you or is it this, I'm I'm overcompensating my vulnerabilities and I want to show the world how good I am so I'll feel better and get everybody's validation. And it's not bad to do that, but it's unhelpful, right? Which generally always gets us into a bad place. And I think when you spend time with a coach or predominantly in that area, it's like, well, you can ascertain where you're coming from, what part of you is creating that and be able to go, is this what you want to come from that place or do you want to come from a healthier, more consistent, more true, authentic place for yourself? Oh, perfect. Now, I think it's a good, it's definitely a good way to to end, end the podcast on on that because it's. Uh, I think we've 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 literally covered everything. I think yeah. I think that's. Uh, Smashed it. Yeah. Smashed Absolutely killed it. Um, so if you're listening to this podcast and think actually this makes complete sense. Just just reach out to to me, Sarah, Dave, via Instagram, LinkedIn, or anywhere like that. And we're always open to a conversation because if if me and Sarah, the call would always come to us through our phone line because David is located in Newcastle. But again, if we can't help, um, certainly Dave will be the second person you'll speak to see if we can iron out what what's going on. Um, so we get the best out of you, your business, and everything like that. So uh, Dave, thank you on your day off for taking the time to come on the podcast. Um, it's been class. I love this one. And I think it's given the listeners a bit more of an insight of what we do here at Cochrane Co. Um, and uh, I think if anyone comes to our events this year, you'll be headlining as always. So it's... Uh... Yeah, I'm going to be there. Going to be there at the event, like for sure, definitely. But yeah, thank you for having me on. It's been great, mate. I enjoy these kind of conversations. And it's great to like kind of bat ideas back and forth. Do you know what it makes us? It all things like this always make me reflect for myself as well as as helping other people. So yeah, great times. Nicely, thank you very much, Dave. Thanks for coming on the show. You out, mate. See you soon. If you'd like to find out more information about what we do, you can visit our website at cockerelandco.co.uk. That's cockerelandco.co.uk. We also have an Instagram account, which is cockerelandco, and also we are on Facebook. Once again, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast, and we look forward to seeing you here again soon.